go. We're on now. Ding. <laughs> Give us a question, Clay. All right, Give here we go. So we're here, ep- episode number eight of the Havana Cafe Sessions podcast. And we're back in our lovely favorite place of Havana Cafe. And look what I'm wearing. What am I wearing? Yeah, you're Che Guevara today. Yes, nice. I'm sporting the colors, the team colors Freedom. today. <laughs> nice. But I always think that uh, my boys wouldn't be too happy with me if I'm wearing this shirt. But um, that's, a, that's a subject for another story. They might not listen to the podcast. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe <laughs> not. <laughs> So, um, you know, here's what was on my mind today, and it was about compromise. And there's a saying that says, every time we compromise, we die a little. And I was wondering what your thoughts are on that. Do you believe that, or do you think that the compromise is part of the social contract, and it's just how we end up getting along? I'm going to be a positive compromise person today I think okay yeah I think you know my kind of provocative thought to that is is it so bad to die a little are certain bits of us so bad to die so you know if we have bits that are jealous or bits that are grasping or bits that are whatever maybe these are okay to die I don't know yeah well, I guess I'm I'm looking at it from the point of view is that normally when you want so if we tie this with authenticity and we say be your true self and to yeah. be authentic um, and there's things that you want to do or to have in your life but say you're in a relationship with someone or you you know whatever that relationship to find whether it's with your family whether it's with your spouse or what have you and then that person wants something else out of life but to make things work you compromise and um, which means you give up something that you want and they give up a little of something that they want and you have a solution. And I think that's, if we come from the, are you being authentic authentic to yourself? Yeah, no, you I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I, I suppose that's the, the thing, is that compromise, there's so many situations in our lives in which we are faced with that as, mm. a, as an option. And, yeah, I see what you're saying. I think that... You know, the, the image that just came into my mind, so I'm trying to get my son to stop pulling green leaves off trees by telling him, like, you know, the leaves, the tree needs the leaves. And it's just for me, like, you know, when you're saying that, I'm like, okay, so that just means that everybody needs to make a decision about, in the, in the face of a potential compromise, are the things that they're giving up or the things that would potentially have to die like vital to your authentic self or are they just little side bits because sometimes you know we're faced with the situation and we can get like I can get and and most of us can get quite kind of dug in with you know I want what I want you know without really reflecting like how important is this actually and if we're talking like these are the these are our roots you know our tree these are like our main branches and if we don't 
keep these, if we give these away in the compromise, we will die. Like the the core of us yeah, your soul will die. Withers. Then then yeah, that doesn't seem like a, but I a think compromise you, to make. You're hitting on the what I think because I Stephen Kobe talks about this as well. He talks he, and and from his position is that we shouldn't compromise because that's a lose lose situation. So he looks at it so he breaks it down that there's win lose so I'm going to get what I want regardless of what you have. So then that's a win-lose scenario. Or you do the lose-lose. So we compromise. I give up. So we have this conversation. I give up some stuff. You give up some stuff. But we're not actually settled or happy. But we've reached a compromise for that situation. And he advocates that you go for the win-win. Which means, and it's not easy. That means you have to sit down and you have to express what your point of view is and what those things mean and to you. And the other person has to really listen. And they have to really listen and really express what's on their mind. So you have to create a real um, environment where you feel safe to be able to you know, really lay it out on the line in terms of who you are and what you are and what it is that you need. And then in there, you have to have that conversation so that you can find a win-win. And then everybody's happy without having to lose anything which is not always easy no, especially yeah. if you if said especially if the other person doesn't want to listen or they're very you know stubborn or this is so self-aware. tricky I know because so um, I've kind of recently been introduced to the to the way of the council which is have you come across this it's like um, you, can, so you can go on kind of weekends or week retreats and learn the practice of the way of, the, of, of council and I don't know much about it because I haven't actually been on the retreat, but my basic understanding is that it's, it moves in this direction towards right. like a win-win you know, situation, even with really like tough co- conflicts. But it, there are certain rules that are created, and one of them is a certain kind of listening. And in, the, in these like way of counsel, like moderation things, I guess, those ways of listening are kind of explained to everybody. And I think that's the really hard thing, is if you're dealing with somebody that just isn't going to listen, like, I'm not sure you can really force that, you know? So, yeah. so I think that's something that's really great to aspire to, and we all have to kind of come from a place that we feel good and true about, you know, in the way that we communicate and in the way that we interact with others. But you can only invite somebody into that. But then what do you do then? So do you give up because that person doesn't want to listen and their way of dealing with it is saying no. So they get what they want by not listening and saying, no, this is how it's going to be. So do you stick to your guns or do you go for the, in that instance, it would be lose they yeah. win, you lose, yeah. and then you've got to sort of deal with yeah. that, or do you just go... Or, or you, yeah, yeah, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not saying yeah. that, like, always in that situation, you give up your, your stuff, yeah, yeah. but then it, what I'm saying is that that win-win scenario becomes a lot harder, unless, a definitely. In, unless both parties are really willing to listen, because, yeah. you know, I, have, I heard this great um, quote that I actually put out the other day um, from the Dalai Lama that's like, if you talk you're just going to repeat what you already know but if you listen you might learn something new oh I like it and it's you know it's just yeah, like yeah. these little things that, that kind of shift how you know and remind you but we're not very good listeners no, in, our, in our world no, we're, we're good talkers I think we have a lot of conversation going on in our own heads 
when we should be listening, but we're thinking about what what they've said and processing, and what's my next exactly. move or counter to that is. But how many people always from our vision? Exactly. How many people take the time out to stop and truly listen to someone? I run an exercise on listening for people because we get we go to courses for um, to learn how to public you know how to speak, but there's not many courses on how to listen. So true. Now something that you said earlier about. Um, thinking about is this really important and can I go and I in some ways use that a lot but it also can make the other person angry that you won't you won't have the conversation just go okay yeah well you do your thing I think some people get bothered by that because I used to approach life like that because I think at the end of the day is this going to matter on my deathbed? No, well, I don't really care which way we go with this because it, it's not, um, I don't, I, have, I didn't see it as being important enough to to argue about or and have to negotiate. And then people felt like you weren't engaging. Yeah, well, then mm. they well, then you don't care because you're just giving up and it's like, well, it's not that I don't care, it's just that I don't, I don't think it's worth the aggravation, the conversation, the breath, the energy because in the end it doesn't really matter and, but I think that frustrates people yeah. yeah it frustrates the heck out of them <laughs> yeah those are often kind of the smaller choices when mm. that when that kind of stuff goes like I there's been a couple of situations in which I um I did a, a bit of studying abroad in Paris and so there was a there was a point when a lot of my other relatives were going to France and to Paris for the first time and I kept like popping over from England to you know go on vacation basically but you know show them around and stuff because I knew where I was going and there was a lot in those situations and you know this is just an example yeah. but when they're like it doesn't matter where we go and you know and they're you know we have that situation all the time where the other person's really trying to like be helpful and just you know say but then it puts the, a lot of responsibility on the other person doesn't yeah. it you're like oh I don't want this responsibility so I know what you're saying yeah no absolutely it puts a lot of responsibility on the other person and I remember um in the very beginning of our marriage, because I, as a, you know, as an infantry officer, you we're making decisions all day long and the like. So when I used to get home, I didn't want to make any more decisions. Mm. And so from it would be, you know, yep, what do you want for dinner? I don't mind. <laughs> we were, I, I just did not want to make decisions because I like do it all day long. So I just wanted to turn off. But um, I think we found that frustrating on her end because we wanted input and, it, you know, I guess the natural inclination is to think that the other person does have an opinion, and so you want to hear that, and you must yeah. want uh, something. Because I think it's frustrating the other way around when you do ask, and then people say, "Oh, I don't mind," and then when you do something, they go, "Oh, yeah, but well, hold on a second. <laughs> if yeah. you got some stuff, get it out." Yeah. Are there any compromises that you've had to make where you think that you've lost a piece of your? yourself, your sort of true, authentic self? I don't know. I mean, one compromise that I've made in my life is moving over here. And I didn't even kind of real, you know, these kind of things, these big things, sometimes you don't realize that you're making a decision. It just seems like a small, we're just coming over to this country for, you know, six months yeah. and then we're, we're going to go traveling or who knows what we're going to do and I've ended up staying in, in Britain and that means that that means a lot of things for me that means I'm an a expensive airplane ticket away from all my family yeah, yeah. that my kids are now growing up here 
that, you know, I, I've, I've, you know, not lost touch with my important people in the U.S., but, you know, I don't get to see them as often. And I know that there's part of me, and this really weighs on me, that when my parents start really getting older, and, well, I mean, you know, that's just happening every day, isn't it? Like, if something were to happen, I'm far away, mm. you know? And I can't do, like, my grandmother is 88 years old and, my, and her daughter, my aunt, is taking care of her. And I know that's not something I'm probably going to be able to do for my parents. So that feels like a big compromise, in a way. Yeah. But I also have a wonderful husband who I love and an amazing family. And I love my in-laws and... You know, I have, you know, like all of the things that I've had to give up, I've also like reaped tenfold. But do you feel, of, and this is the thing, do you, so look, I don't know. Do, do you view that as you, you had to give them up? Or have you well, weighed see, it out is, and said, you know what, actually, this is actually, my problem is with this. Is it Stephen Covey? What, who is the person that says just win win? Uh, well, he was saying, Stephen Covey was talking win win, lose right. win, or. So, like... Lose-lose. Right, okay. Because I think a lot of people, the connotation to compromise is lose. Everyone yeah. loses a little bit. Or yeah. you have to give something up. And I was kind of thinking about this because I think that, you know, a lot of times we just need to change our perspective on things and say, well, what about just giving? Like, can it be? Can this be a situation where I, I'm able to give certain things to this other person that's important to them? You know. But I think that's how so, you get to the win-win, isn't it? The win-win mm-hmm. is to look at this the situation in its totality and think what's important to me. So on balance, you've looked at and said, okay, so here's that situation, here's this situation. But what I gain out of this, the win for me, is actually. This is important for me to have my family to be here, to be in the environment that I am. I'm in. Yeah. I realize that there's that, that now creates a situation that I have to deal with. I have to deal with the fact that I can't just immediately, you know, hop on a, a plane to go and see um, when they get old. You know, so you you yeah. realize that, that the decision that you've made that that's a part of this new deal that you have, but and that's okay, and you're happy with that, presumably. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, you know, the thing that that came to my mind is like in all these situations, like when you have to compromise, like so often this happens with your spouse or your partner or something in, in the home, doesn't it? Like you have all the things that you want to do or want to spend money on or whatever, and they've got their things and their way of doing things. And, and I think it's taken me personally a long time to get to the kind of slightly bigger understanding that if, you know, sometimes we just want to win, don't we? Yeah. We just want to be right. I just, and I, just, I just want yeah. you to do <laughs> things my way because my way seems so much better. Yay. But, uh, you know, then I think, you know, in a marriage and over time you realize if your spouse isn't happy, you're not winning. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know? yeah. If, you're, if you've created a massive argument... And there's all kinds of negative emotions going on. No one's winning. Yeah. So, but it takes, you know, a, it takes a bigger perspective and a bigger, it, you have to work into that, I think, that kind of perspective. Because I know in my, you know, in my 20s, I mean, I've been with my partner a long, long time. And hmm. in my 20s, it was much more important for me to deal with every single issue that came up. Whereas now I kind of just, there is a lot of stuff that I'm just 
feel it's easier to just let go of now, you know, because... That's how I am. I just let it all go, because, well, that's my question. My question to myself has always been that, is this going to matter on my deathbed? No. Some things do. Some things. And then that's when I'll, that's when I will make a different stance to that or deal with or have a conversation about. But if it's the difference between, I don't know, having chicken or, or... Sometimes, beef. sometimes you need chicken. <laughs> then it might be like you know, out of mind. I'll eat chicken three days in a row, but because it doesn't really matter. I guess it's that for me. It's like for something that I consider that doesn't really matter. I'm okay to let it go. I think there's like maybe steps as well that you can kind of work into this kind of thing because it is hard to let things go sometimes and everybody's got their thing you know that they find difficult I mean you know like you see for instance like you know from the outside things seem much easier in any kind of dynamic and situation and you know if you see you know two friends of yours who are you know in an argument which you kind of perceive as a misunderstanding and stuff but one person wants to be right and the other person thinks they're right and I'm in the right, and no, I'm in the right, and this person wronged me, no, this person wronged me. And, you know, if you look at those things from the outside, it's all really obvious, but what is happening to you, it's sometimes really unclear, and yeah. it's very hard to, to take yourself out of that situation and be like, is it more important, you know, you hear it all the time, is it more important for me to be right, or is it more important for me to, like, maintain this relationship? Is this actually really important? Or, or... What is it that's actually important to yeah, me about I think this? That's the that's the the big question I think, and that's probably one of the things that's really important to do. What is important about this? Because sometimes misunderstandings, like you just want some, you like deep down, it's just like I felt like you didn't care about me when yeah. you did this, and all I really want, if you really investigate that, all you really want is to know and to be reassured from your other person that they care about you. Yeah. You know, so if you can get down to that kind of level, then. and that's the thing about the whole being able to articulate that, because some, a lot of times we don't articulate it, and then that causes the arguments or that causes the um, tension because not everybody's articulating the full side of what it is. It's not on their everybody's mind. aware of the full yeah. side of the story, and I think I, you know, I see it with myself. You get all mucked down and the details of what's going on yeah. and what they said and then what you said and what they should have said it's really it's easy to lose your way <laughs> or you're just a or you're like me and you don't and then that like I said I tell you that that probably causes just as much problems of being too flexible <laughs> yeah it does yeah it, it causes no I, I can I can totally see what yeah, you're saying it's yeah it's like ah yeah whatever it's all good <laughs> But that causes a lot of... Just say what you want for dinner, Clay. Just tell me. What do you want for dinner? Yeah, well, just that. <laughs> just have an opinion. Just have an opinion, but I don't care. <laughs> well, have one. Care, but I don't I don't care. In, in the nicest possible way, I don't care. Okay, um, so then I'll ask you. Have you ever had to make a compromise that you feel like has really... You've had to give something up that was important to you? Yeah, I think... Um, you know, I think a couple of podcasts ago, I used the phrase domesticated primate. And there's a part of me that just wants to roam and roam and roam, and then come back and then roam. But then you've, you know, you've got family, got kids, and that sort of thing, you got to work and, and all those other things that 
does it make it conducive to just roam? And so I've had to find a way to to deal with that. Um, and that's probably that's probably a big one for me because I I have a a need or to to do that, and it's how do I do that and also be you know sort of around like one of the things I did be, because you want to spend time with your family and I like so people ask how do you do all the things that you do and it's because I decided well I still want to do all these things so I'll sleep less and so to fit more into my day and have more sort of clay time I sleep less so I at one point in time I was getting up at four in the morning because from four to seven before the kids got up for the whole house, nobody bothered. So I could do yeah. what I wanted to do. I didn't have to, you know, not do and then get 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 you know get agitated because I couldn't do the things I want to do. So I fit myself stuff into that kind of time. Yeah. Um, but because it, it was things that I wanted to do, like I love to read and reading. You, it looks like there's a no activity going on, but you know I derive a lot from reading. But that takes time to read. And so find and people have to leave you alone. And too. people have to leave you alone. So then you can go to <laughs> that's the, such you know, a good exactly. family trait. Getting, leaving us alone. Stop yeah. talking. <laughs> so yeah. So I think it's a lot of those sorts of things. Things that you know that you want to do, or that you derive, as, or did you feel it's a part of your core being that you probably do a lot more of, but you also are in the dynamic to which you need to other people want you, you, you I can have a good so time. relate yeah. to that because I, I do feel like sometimes I, I I'm getting better at recognizing it but I get really kind of just in a bad mood and I realize it's because I haven't been writing and I haven't been reading yeah. and you know I'm I've, I've said this a few times I really identify with the introvert kind of thing yeah, yeah. and so you know parenting and being around your kids all day long doesn't really lend itself to alone time you know so at the end of the day really and at the end of the week I do have that oh. so getting up early is is key because you have to have that time because yeah. in the you know in the evening I'm not an evening person and I'm just wasted by the evening I'm just like uh <laughs> See, you know, I've, I've so. had to learn how to burn the candle at both ends. Yeah. <laughs> so oh my goodness. Because in the middle of part of the day, you've got to give something That's to right. everybody. Work, yep. family, kids, all that sort of stuff. But these core, what you're saying is these core aspects of us, these things that we find that if we gave them up, we would actually be dying a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Like using that kind of extreme language, it does feel like that. Then, you know, what I keep hearing you say is that Essentially, you have to be creative. You can't, you know, it's like that compromising doesn't have to be like either you give it up or you don't. Yeah. You know, it can be like, okay, I can't roam in this way, but this is how I can feed that need in a different way that yes. kind of still fits in. Yeah. You know, and I yeah. think that the problem is that, you know, Sometimes we don't really realize how creative we can be with, with conflict or with different ways of dealing things because we're just in habitual mode, you know, we're just, you know, situation happens and we're just responding in exactly the same way. We and always not being respond. self-aware, yeah, yeah. we just kind of go on automatic pilot and not being self-aware. Yeah. And, that's, and that's the, that was the key, I think, that Kobe was getting at is to find a creative solution so that you can have the win-win. So not to, yeah. not to give up anything and lose 
but to find a creative way so that everybody gets what they want. But to be able to maybe realize that you can give something, not give something up, which means that that thing yeah. is, is important to you, but to give something that the other person needs that you feel able to give. Yes, absolutely. So whatever that creative solution is, maybe I give more I, time in this particular space, but then I also, that frees me up to do whatever. So, yeah. It's, I think it, that it's this a, is where a, reading and, and listening to different stuff online or just you know, exposing yourself to different ideas is so important mm. because, you know, what do we have? We have a very small range of possibilities given to us through our family, you know, experience and stuff growing up about how to respond to a situation. So it's like our habitual response modes, sometimes we can't really see that there's another option or we only can think of one other option because that's all that's been demonstrated to us. Yeah, but yeah. if you're reading or if you're, you know, suddenly you have friends and, you know, that are doing things differently and you're like, oh, oh, I could do that. I don't have to do it always like this. And it kind of is a bit of a light bulb moment. So I yeah. think, you know, knowing I, that there are always infinite... I think it's that thing about being self-aware. So there's a saying that says... Um, that which I'm aware of, I can control. That which I am unaware of controls me. Oh, so, so good. Yeah. If I don't know me, and I'm, you know, I'm not self-aware, then yeah, then I'm just acting on pure sort of habit. Um, and I don't. And the worst part of the reacting to the habit in that way is that I, I don't even know that that's the case because I'm just not self-aware. So I think that key is is being sort of self-aware. Um, and understanding, you know, so for me it's a question of well, what does the roaming give me? What is it that I get out of it? And it's that exploration and that aspect. And is there other ways for me to get that? You know, yes, there are other ways for me to get that. Plus, build in some time where I get to go and do it in exactly the way that I want to do it. So, yeah. Here's, so. here's another question that occurs to me. What if you make a compromise and you think that you're giving something that you can give and then after it happens you realize that was not okay in other words yeah. you make a bad compromise <laughs> what do you do then i think it's back to the table again to bring it back out again to say no hey i can't deal with this and here's yeah. here's kind of here's kind so of then that's like also good to remember that life is ever evolving kind of moments 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 you you can remake a decision it doesn't have to be ever a final decision yeah and you know here's here's something and this is and it, it, it kind of ties into this whole self-awareness thing because there was a point so like i say i need to be out in rome and climbing mountains and doing that that kind of stuff and then there was a point where i used to think well all these other things are inhibiting me from doing that works inhibited from me you know, the home life, family. And so then, you know, I was getting agitated. And I did that Camino in Spain. And it was on that that I realized that actually, everything that I need is internal. Whereas before I was having to say, well, I need to go to the mountains to feel like this or to feel that. I need to, and then when I wasn't allowed to go do that, then I get agitated and feel, ah. But when I realized that actually, I mean, that, was, that feeling was misplaced and that the stuff that I needed was inside, then it didn't matter whether I climbed the mountain or roamed this thing because I could find that, the thing that I needed, I could find inside of self. And that made a big difference to my why of what I, 
I was doing and what I needed. But saying that, you've probably seen a post today where I'm saying, ah, oh, it's rucksack revolution time because I need some wild time. Because I, I know we talked about wild time, but I haven't been out on the mountain um, in ages. So this weekend, yeah. I'm headed up. I suppose it's the thing. You can realize that it's all internal, but it's also okay when there's space to give yourself what you need. Yeah, you know? yeah absolutely. Because we're human and we're not supermen no cool yes so um yeah i'm just thinking was there anything else from your point of view in relationship to that you've had to felt like you've compromised on or no i mean i think that sounds right i think that when you get to the i suppose that was my you know coming back to the beginning and me saying that i'm positive on compromising it's like i feel like it doesn't have to you know I just feel like I react to the culture that I feel like I'm surrounded in where it's like, you know, win, 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 push it, succeed, da 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 And there's no internal introspection, like yeah. you're saying, and that compromise is therefore seen as a failure. Like, if you compromise, you give it, you know, the focus is on what you've given up, what you've lost. And for me, it's like, if you reach the point inside where you realize that you have everything you need already, and you really feel that, like it's not just a thought to you, yeah, yeah. it's a experience, then when you're faced with something, you have a bit more wisdom to like, you know, it doesn't mean that you let everybody around you interact with you in whatever destructive yeah. way that they want to. Even when you're in that position, you still have to sometimes say no, like it's not okay to be like this. Yeah. But I think, you know, you're. It, it, it's a lot easier to say you know, I want to give you something because unless you're happy, I, you know, I'm not happy. And, you know, these, you know, to, just I suppose to know kind yeah. of what the, a lot of the things that we think we're giving up and it's like, oh, we're giving up is really just because we're grasping at stuff on the outside. Yeah. You know, that, that actually maybe it's good for us to let go of sometimes. So, yeah. you know. And it's that mentality, isn't it? So if you feel like you're losing or you're giving up something, then that makes you unhappy if you find your creative solution around it so that you understand what's the underlying thing that I derive, what do I derive from doing this thing and can I get it in another way so that my core needs are still being met. It may not be that, you know, I don't do this thing exactly like that, but it doesn't matter because I found another way to get my core need met. And then that other person uh, on the other side of that does does the same and then everybody's in win-win yeah and we're happy again sounds good awesome strive for the win-win is the takeaway I would say strive for the win-win strive for the win-win be creative about your win-win solution I'm going to take that away this week and work on it absolutely alright good so as always uh, comment share this around uh, let us know what your thoughts are. I would, I would love to hear if people have their own kind of scenarios that are that they've been able to win-win on, for yeah. instance. It would be really good to hear how that kind of plays out in people's lives. So yeah. definitely write us a note. Let us know. Let us know what's on your minds out there in Cyberland. You can find Clay at <laughs> claylo.com and coachclay.com. Yeah, absolutely. Find me at coachclay.com. .co.uk ah. uh, or just Soul Cruiser on Twitter if you want to find me there that's uh, another easy place to find me yeah. 
And yourself, you're now I'm, at... I'm uh, website constructing, but I will always be at sarahbhunt.com and on Twitter at sarahbhunt. Yes, and now you're, you're very modest and you never really talk about your book, but I think you should let people know that yes, you do have I, your so novel Yes, so I out. have a novel out. It's called The Boatman. You can get it on Amazon and in ebook or hard because copy. Because it deals with a lot of the sort of spiritual, philosophical nature of things that Yeah, and the new, a new little freebie is coming out soon called The Oracle's Tale, so yeah, watch out for I that. I like it. I dig it. Okay, until next time. Peace, love, and soul, as Darren Camillus used to say on Soul Train. <laughs> <laughs>